my one of my daughters is learning how to play the trumpet, which is one of the most fun things you can have yeah. going on. Oh yeah, <laughs> and drums is like the uh, only the one worse. Yeah, but she's like super into the song "Sweet Caroline," and so she's trying to learn like the trumpet part of that. Ba ba so, ba. Yeah, exactly. You got it. You got it. So she she's on Spotify and she plays "Sweet Caroline" and then like leaves it on like the "Sweet Caroline" radio mm. and like left the room while I was making dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this song comes on and it's. Uh, well, uh, it's uh, I'm a believer. Yeah, right. So who who sings that song? Who si- well, I mean the original, Neil the Di- original Neil Diamond, right? Which makes sense that it would be on right, uh, Sweet Caroline Caroline Radio, right? Yep. So that song comes on. I'm like, huh. At first, I was like, this is a stupid cover. <laughs> because I only know the Smash Mouth version from Shrek. No. Of course you <laughs> Which do. is way better than the Neil Diamond version. Uh, well, and actually, wait, what song? You talk about I'm a Believer? Yeah. So it's actually, he, wait, he sings, yeah, he wrote it, but the monkeys are the ones that you know that song from. No. I know that well, song from Shrek. If you listen to the <laughs> go listen to the monkeys version. I mean, don't of that tell song. me what I know. He's not going to listen to the monkeys version of that song, <laughs> right? Um, you know that yeah. Neil Diamond wrote like everything. He's just written like yeah. tons. Of, he's like Bob Dylan in that aspect. Like, just who's bo- <laughs> shut oh. up. <laughs> I mean, I've heard the name when I, but saw- I couldn't. I couldn't tell you a single song of his. My favorite thing about uh, Neil Diamond is when I saw him in concert, he played Sweet Caroline three different times during the show. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> and he well, has I'll, a ton of hit songs. But you know what? That's what people wanted. Him <laughs> sure. sure. Nobody was mad when that happened. <laughs> right? I'm sure. No. Everybody was like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, do it again. Well, All the white people played- were just clapping. Just Yeah. He played him a little bit differently every time, so that was fun. Uh-huh. Oh. <sighs> Guys, I think we've started. Okay, um, we've started. I, I literally started don't know what, podcast. Uh, little behind the peek behind the curtains here. I don't know what movie we're talking about. We watched <laughs> a movie this week. We yeah, did. Which one? <laughs> we did. <laughs> I went and saw a movie oh, okay. in the theater to get the full theater experience. All right. Yeah. Was that and warranted? That movie was it was called Shaun of the Dead. Got it. Okay. Well. It, it might have been warranted, but but I heard you take a sip there. Do you want to tell us what you're sipping on? Uh, yeah, it's water. <laughs> I've, had nice. a, I've had a touch of illness recently, so I figured I was just going to drink some water and see how it okay. goes. It's probably, probably, good. So, probably good. We're really ready to party tonight because <laughs> I just cracked open a uh, Topo Chico lime seltzer water. Ooh, I might grab one of those <laughs> no, out of the fridge in a little while. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> uh, this what podcast do you got on took this Friday turn. night, Ryan? <laughs> so, uh, this week, um, local Tacoma Brewery just released a beer that uh, was extinct probably 20 years ago. They re-released Heidelberg. So I was all excited to go and try it. Went down there and it was sold out. So instead, I got Water. Seven Seas <laughs> Brewing Blackberry Sour Ale. 
Oh, that's my jam. <laughs> Blackberry jam. It's pretty good. Um, is that the beer that Walter White takes his name from? <laughs> Heisenberg? Not quite. It's pretty close. Not, not quite. Not quite. Close. Okay. It's not uh what was oh, shit. It's not it's not Schrader Brow. <laughs> Uh, all right sean of the dead good time sean of the dead Dead. this movie Um, came out in 2004 it did okay wow i saw the theater yeah so did i (laughs) yeah you sure did (laughs) i did not i saw i saw it in the theater two days ago (laughs) for the first time (laughs) so 2004 i bet we paid the same amount for it <laughs> I paid. I paid five dollars. Yeah, that's about what it was back in two thousand four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How much was the popcorn though, Bill? I did not get popcorn. Although, so the Monroe Theater just down the street from my house, they do the retro movies five bucks every Sunday and Wednesday. Right. Mm-hmm. You can also buy uh, for thirty dollars five gallons of popcorn. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that seems that's excessive. Yeah. What does that look like? Which, here's oh, the thing. They don't like, have it in one container, do they? I don't know, but but here's the weird thing. For like $10, you can just buy a large popcorn with free refills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then it must, it's, if it doesn't come in one container, that's stupid. But if it comes in one giant container, it's worth the, it's <laughs> yeah, worth the price. It's worth the mission. story. Yeah, just to get <laughs> yeah. the container. I, I think maybe it's to like take home with you. So you have five gallons of movie buttered popcorn to watch at home. That's going to go stale instantaneously. Yeah. Think, think about a five gallon bucket. That's pretty cool. But yeah. I, I, I'd want it stretched out though. Like a like a boat, stretch it across three people's laps. Mm. Right, yeah. you know, yeah, you wouldn't want it in a paint bucket, right? Right, <laughs> stove pipe hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, huh? That's fun. Yeah, it does. It, it, does it make you feel good that the local movie theater by you is like it's retro night? You're like cool movie when I was 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was 23, so sure. let's not age me prematurely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was also almost 20 years ago. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, guys. Yeah. It's like when the oldies station starts playing 90s music. <laughs> right. Which it already has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right out. Yeah. 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 Or when the station that you thought was the cool station only plays old music now. That's cool. You know, too. Mm-hmm. I listened to this. I listened to another podcast. I won't advertise it here, but. They were having a discussion about how, you know, radio stations that play like like Jack or whatever that play everything. Mm-hmm. They always say play music from the 80s, 90s, and today. When is today going to end? Like, they never say. Like when, there's never it's, like a it's 2010s. Hard, it's hard to call those years, right? It's hard to say what those years are called. Call them the 10s. Well, quick bit. Yeah, what, but, okay, but what about the decade before the tens? What are you going to call that? The aughts? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But I mean, you listen to early Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, all those artists that were huge in the aughts, we'll call it. They don't yeah. sound like what's happening today. Like, right. it's way different. So it's definitely a different yeah. genre or different era, at least. Yeah, but don't yeah. you think it's, it's due to the internet has just kind of ruined music in general like there's not well, I, yeah. th- I think it's ruined radio i mean who's listening to the radio only well, people listening to oldies <laughs> yeah, and it's and also talk kind of, radio it's yeah all, there's yeah, also yeah. a difference i mean you know 
I know there's big bands out there. You know, there's the T Swifts and there's the JTs and there's BTS or whatever. Yeah. But and I know they're huge. Holy alphabet soup, Batman! I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You're never gonna have bands as significant or huge as like you're not gonna have another Beatles. Right. You can't. You can't. We've talked about this before. (laughs) Yeah. There's just not. There's not that kind of audience anymore. Right. The the genre splinterification has just ruined most big bands, except for the poppiest of the pop. Has it has it ruined them, or has it put them in their rightful place where uh, they only get their niche instead of everyone because they're the only option? Well, it's not because they're the only option. It's just because they're the most. There's something about you know a little bit of group think that can be fun. It can be bonding, but we don't have that anymore because there's too much out. There's so much tent. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast for Christ's sake. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's we, how you know there's too much content. We're contributing there. to the problem. Right. Right. And on that note, gentlemen, <laughs> I have a trivia game. Okay. In a 2004 theme. 2004, on May 13th, the final episode of the television show Frasier aired. To see who goes first... Price is Right rules. How many people watched the final episode of Frasier? Rick goes first. Mm. I wish you would ask me how many tossed salads and scrambled eggs he made. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, it was 2004? Correct. So people are still watching a lot of actual TV. I'm going to say 17 million. Ooh, and ooh, good. Bill, that's a good that's a good number. Setting Thanks. a good line. I was I was thinking it was in the teens, and I was conservatively thinking maybe thirteen or fourteen. I don't. I'm going to go with one person, <laughs> and it was Frazier. <laughs> it was Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Rick wins. The answer is thirty three million. Oh, yeah. Those numbers are so different now. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like only the, like, football I, and like yeah, one-offs get that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Even finales. Like, I'd be curious what. I mean, I'm sure it was higher than that, but like, what was Big Bang Theory's final episode ratings? I bet. No, it was I like, bet it wasn't higher. You know, that was the biggest show, and it was, and I liked it. I thought it was a great show, but like, I didn't watch the finale either because I hadn't like. Big Bang Theory was out while things were still on demand and streaming and stuff like that. And so it wasn't like people had to tune in live to see it, you know? Right. Here, here, let's, let's, what was the number for Frazier? 33 million? Yeah. Yes, 33 million. Okay, Rick, do you think that 30 million people watched the finale to Big Bang Theory? I have the answer, by the way. Oh, you do? I figured you did. I figured um, you did. It, so I have a question about... Do you think it's 30 million or higher? Well, hang on. Does No, just answer that question. Do <laughs> ratings take into account... Is it the first three days of streaming or whatever also? No, no. Well, hang on. They, it shouldn't. They, it does. Some, like, that's how they... There's a certain number of days that counts into... Uh, Nielsen revised their ratings in the streaming area era to include live plus three. Okay. So Nielsen so ratings changed at a certain point. And I don't is look- that is that what you're looking at? Yes. 
Okay. I'm going to so say So it's yes. going to be an inflated number. Yeah. Um, well, it's not, it's not this, inflated. It's actually more accurate. Well, but it's it's an inflated number to how many people watch the live finale, which is what the number is for Frasier, right? We're assuming in 2004 it wasn't streaming plus three. <laughs> okay. So what, I, what I'm saying is that we're assuming that in 2004 those Frasier numbers don't include streaming. Correct. Well, right, but but it does. It just is, means that many people watch the show. But but that was my whole point: is that it's what we're talking about is a different thing, right? And I'm still going to say less than thirty million for the Big Bang finale. Okay, let's hear it. And what was your answer, Rick? Uh, yeah, it was yes. More than <laughs> thirty. It was. Yeah, <laughs> you're saying more. Bill's saying less. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, twenty-three point forty-four million. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Big I Bang mean, that's that's almost ten. That's almost ten million less, including three days of streaming, mm-hmm. than watch the live finale of Frasier. Right. Well, uh, in an episodic show where it comes on every week, th- within three days is reasonable to say that they're not going to be watching the rerun, right? Like of a live live right. show. So I think that's fair. Uh, ratings are crazy to me. I was listening yeah. to uh, Rob Lowe's podcast the other day, and he was telling. Thought a story you weren't going to plug other podcasts. Well, I'll plug Rob Lowe's I'll podcast. Obviously, <laughs> he might come out on the. He might come on our show next week. So right. I gotta right. hype it up. He uh, he was saying that he was on some dumb show when he was young, and his f- family member, his aunt or someone, was a uh, was a Nielsen household, mm-hmm. and. She would call him and say, oh, yeah, I watched your show last week. And so what I did was in my, you know, in Nielsen, they used to just have to take notes and write stuff down, mm-hmm. like how they watched it, how many people watched it. And she's like, every week when that show was on at five o'clock, I would say, we watched the show and I invited 15 of my friends over. <laughs> and then the next day he would see they, it showed another 1.5 million people or 150,000 people watch that show. Right. Because that's she how they the do extra, ratings, yeah. right? They they just look at these small group of people and say, well, that's... Yeah, you extrapolate it out. Yeah, Yeah. which is like, it's crazy to think about when you look at like how much TV there is now. Right. Like you barely could do it. That's why you have to use streaming numbers because you have to say, these are people that actually turn that show on and you can track that now. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that they've gotten a lot more advanced in their analytics with the amount of data they can collect. Right. But anyway. But I feel like the the primary difference isn't necessarily the reach of the audience, but that the the airing of the show is no longer an event. So it's not like tomorrow you're talking about it. You know what I mean? Like uh, like with the Seinfeld finale or the Friends finale or maybe even the Frasier finale, there's like millions of people that are like talking about it the next day. Yeah. When you're talking yeah. about a four-day window where people stream, you're not having those conversations. Well, I think you are because I think that still people do try to watch, you know, day of. Yeah. Um, and then they punch you in the face for spoilers. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> people are lazy. But I mean, when Breaking Bad was on, people would talk about the newest episode. When Walking Dead was popular, you know, oh, that people was like get every pissed. week people yeah. talking about it. Yeah. But because you can't watch everything. I, wa- the time. I watched both of those shows five to 10 years after they first aired. Yeah. You got to be careful anymore like i was watching saturday night live yesterday and they did a squid game parody Mm -hmm. and it was (laughs) just i've never seen something spoil this much of a show in my life like i was if i hadn't seen it i'd be pissed 
<laughs> like like when they uh, did the la 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 la. la. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. When they did the Maravis Town one with the like priest with the bike, and they're like, oh, he did it. Yeah, <laughs> right. But at least with that, it was like that skit almost had more red herrings to it than this. Yeah. This Squid Game was like. They even had the same numbers on their jackets. Like beat for beat. Uh-huh. It was crazy. And it went from beginning to end. Don't watch it if you want to watch Squid Game. Yeah, it's probably too late on that one. <laughs> well, and I also like how it's... No, it's not. No like, much Night Live. Even, even, <laughs> even your example of, like, spoilers next day, yeah. you just said you watched Saturday Night Live last night, and it's Friday. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was from two weeks ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, guys, let's get it back on track here. I have a trivia game that is I based go first. on the show. I won, I won that question, remember? Frasier. I have eight questions Ooh. here. They're all worth one point. They're all multiple choice. You both will get a response. The response cannot be the same. Ooh. Do we get extra points if we answer before you give the multiple choice answers? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Double. Fine. <laughs> I'll give you one round to go freeform, and then if you both fail, you get multiple choice. I think you should give the first person the option of guessing or multiple choice, and then same for the second person if they chose not to have the multiple choice. Okay, I'm convinced. (laughs) Rick. (laughs) Yes. What was Eddie the Dog's full name on Frasier? I don't know. Edward. (laughs) Do you want? Oh weird. wait, I'll take the weird, choice. weird choice. <laughs> <laughs> Eduardo Ricardo, Eddie Lee, Red Dead Ed, or Eddie Spaghetti. I'm gonna go with Eddie Lee and Bill. I'm gonna go with Eddie Spaghetti. Bill gets the point. Eddie okay. Spaghetti. Fun. What kind of dog would? Maris B. Am I going first this time? Because you won, that is correct. Bill, you're going first. Yeah, I got you. I don't think he heard the question. I I heard what kind of dog is Maris? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to freeform answer or do you want multiple choice? Is Maris a dog? Uh, Maris is uh, the wife of Niles' wife. Niles' wife. He said, all I heard was, what kind of dog is Maris? Would Maris be? Okay, wait. (laughs) (laughs) How is there a correct answer to this question? (laughs) Yeah, give me the multiple choice answers. (laughs) Uh, Miniature Greyhound, Lhasa Apso, Pitbull, or Chihuahua? Oh, man. This is addressed in an episode. So okay. true fans I mean, would know the answer to this. I think the most annoying dog on the face of the planet is the Chihuahua. And I know that Maris was always, you know. An, she was the butt of jokes and they were, for sure. Yes. Right. Right. Although she was also like naggy and, and dominating, which Chihuahuas are. But I'm still going to go with Chihuahua. But she was never on the show, was she? Did they just talk about her all the they time? They talked about her all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I used to love that show, but I don't remember a lot about it right now. Uh, Rick, your answer? Lhasa Apso. Both incorrect. It was a miniature greyhound. That was my second guess. And there would only be one left. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my second guess was Pitbull. We will switch back to Rick for the first answer on this question. Fireball. What? Sorry, my Pitbull reference. (laughs) 
What was Martin Crane buying when he was shot? Uh, I don't know. Do you want multiple that choice? Shit? Oh, yeah. I forgot we quit, could do that. Quit offering him, Ryan. <laughs> He's stupid enough to just answer and give me the advantage. I'm ready. Uh, a slushy, a taquito, some pork rinds, or a lottery ticket? I'm going to defer. You know, I, before you even said the answers, was going to guess lottery ticket. So that's what I'm going to go with. And Rick? And what were the other three? Slushy, taquito, pork rinds. I'm going to say pork rinds. Both incorrect. It was a slushy. Slushy. Okay. Oh, is that your second guess? <laughs> what song is Frasier forced to sing when he appears on PBS? Bill goes first. I'll take the choices for one. Buttons and bows, my fair lady, HMS Pinafore, and Amazing Grace. I'm going to say the HMS Pinafore. I'm going to say buttons and bows. Rick gets a point. It was buttons and bows. And those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. What? I just like saying that a lot. What? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Unfortunate trait did Roz worry about being passed on to her daughter? What a shitty breakfast. <laughs> Rick? <laughs> I'd like the choices. Depression, a congenital heart defect, a big nose, or tiny feet? Shit. I'm going to say tiny feet. And Ooh, Bill? That's, I also wanted to say tiny feet. What are Too the bad. other choices? Depression. Congenital heart defect or a big nose? I'll go with congenital heart defect. Did you hear this question? Zero points. It was a big ah, nose. That's a big nose. But did you hear the question? What unfortunate what, trait? What, what unfortunate, unfortunate trait? trait? Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought he's the way he said it, it sounded like it was like a ridiculous thing she was worried about. <laughs> oh. So I was like, yeah, congenital heart failure seems like a bad thing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah you really want to worry about that. Okay. Well, we both got it wrong. Rick again. What kind of psychologist is Why is Frazier? it Rick again? Uh, because nobody won and he was the last one to guess. Okay. I'm out. We're going at the winner or the whoever went last. Okay. If no points are given. That's weird because <laughs> when I won, you went back to Rick. <laughs> Bill can go first. I defer. <laughs> I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. <laughs> Okay, Bill. I don't think I said that. I think you said that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was me. (laughs) No, that actually was Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, would you like. Rick's got his congested voice, so it's hard to tell. Bill, would you like to guess freeform or would you like to have multiple choice? Give me the question again. What kind of psychologist is Frazier? Yeah, give me the choices because I'll say something stupid if I just guess. (laughs) (laughs) That tracks. Uh, Freudian, Jungian, Belgian, or behavioral? Behavioral. And Rick? Freudian. Freudian is the correct answer. Rick gets a point. Yeah. What radio station does Frasier work for? Rick? I'll take the suggestion, the things there. (laughs) (laughs) 
multiple choices. I like my my favorite part of this game so far is that Ryan was like, I'm gonna give you multiple choices, and Rick was like, Do I get double points if I just guess? And has never just guessed. I used to I used to really like this show, but I realized I don't know any trivia about it at all. The choices are KBBL, K R A P. K-A-C-L and K-A-T-Z. The K-A-T-L. That's not one of them. What did you say? What was the one at the end of it? L? K-A-T-Z, K-A-C-L, K-R-A-P, and K-B-B-L. The one that ends with, oh, the first one you said that it ends with L. K-A-C-L? Yes. Okay, and Bill? I'll take the other one that ends with L. (laughs) KBBL. You don't want crap or cats? I don't want, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Rick wins. Because he really nailed that one. Well, because it sounded. No, no, you just earned that point. What are those letters again? (laughs) K-A-C-L. Nailed it. (laughs) Because I think when I first heard it, I was like, oh, it sounds like they're saying Seattle. And then I was wrong, but I was like, let's stick with it. <laughs> so the current tally is Bill 1, Rick 3. That's right. This <laughs> is the final question. Oh, good. I better go first so I can guess without the choices. <laughs> well, Rick won, so he goes first. <laughs> well, if he asks for the choices, he boxes me out of winning then. It's true. It's true. Yep. So you should give me a, a fighting chance here. Okay, how about this? I have one bonus question. And, Bill, if you get this question correct, you get yeah, to you have answer to, You the, have to guess the question, Bill. No, if you get this answer correct, the que- no, answer to this that. question correct. That. The answer is cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, the bonus question I'll post to Bill. If he gets it correct, okay. then he gets to go first on the... Uh, final question so what what i just want to frame this for our listeners if i get this question correct then i get a chance to tie with the last question <laughs> yes <laughs> okay well i uh, i agree to those terms if you look at the sheet uh you have scored zero points from the first round <laughs> no no I, I i understand what the score is <laughs> bill what is Martin Crane's favorite brand of beer? Rainier. That's incorrect. Oh. It was Ballantine. I knew that. No, you didn't. Rick. I know, but he didn't let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which? Well, but that was just to see if I got to go first on the last question. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So now you don't? Right, so now you get to go first on this last And if question. I ask for multiple choice, you lose. No, because it's <laughs> going to be worth two for me either way. <laughs> Which, you're down three? No, I'm down or two. It's What's one, three to one. You are ahead, okay. Rick. Okay, so best you can do is tie. Yes. Right. If I ask for multiple choice. Well, either way. Okay. <laughs> Which Cheers co-star did not appear on Frasier? I will take the uh, multiple choice questions. Cliff Clavin, played by John Ratzenberger, Sam Malone, played by Ted Danson, Diane Chambers, played by Shelley Long, and Rebecca Howe, played by Kirstie Alley. Mm. Bill, if you can shout out a guess. Cliff. I'm going to say Sh- 
Shelley Long. Both incorrect. It was Kirstie Alley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. At least I picked one of Sam's love interests. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) I mean, watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was kind of a lame ending. I have one more. Why? No, because it's I fine. Won? No, Rick gets tossed salad and scrambled eggs tonight. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Let's let's move from this to something good that happened in 2004. Save that question for next week. When Wait, I... we're talking about something good from 2004? We sure are. I thought we were talking about Shaun of the Dead. We are talking, we are about, talking about Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. Dead. Okay. Do, do you not like Shaun of the Dead, Rick? I thought I did. Really? And you didn't yeah. like it on rewatch? So, okay, we got to get into talking about nostalgia. Yeah. So, when you talked about nostalgia when we first started this podcast, do you think that when you rewatch a movie that you have nostalgia for, that you're automatically going to like it? More than not, yeah. More often than not. Because I'm finding that when I have nostalgia for movies that I rewatch, I don't like them as much. Mm-hmm. If they're not good. Well, I'm finding that you have nostalgia for shitty movies. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> well, case in point, this movie, oh, I saw not... this movie in the, I saw it in the theater uh-huh. and I thought it was awesome. Super mm-hmm. fun. Great movie. Um, and I've probably seen it once or twice since then, um, but not in years. I sat down and watched it this week and like, I think just the, uh, you know, I've seen Simon Pegg for so long in so many things. He looks so young love- in this movie. Yeah, I like Simon Pegg and I like Nick Frost, but I don't think they have it in this movie. You know, they don't have that it factor. And it just wasn't that fun. Like, the, there wasn't wow. enough jokes. Wasn't enough jokes in this movie. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, That's such a funny thing. That is yeah. such a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, I think that maybe the novelty of British comedy from 2004, like this was this was new, right? This wasn't something we'd seen a lot. Zombieland wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead wasn't out yet. Comedy horror was uh, a new genre. Yeah, well, and mainstream comedy horror. Yeah, and that's fun, but it just doesn't hold up. Like I've just seen better since I think. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I could not disagree with you more. Huh? Like I just I just watched it with my wife, and she said the same thing when we yeah. got done watching it. And and here's the thing, like how many times when we watched a comedy have we talked about the importance of seeing it with other people? Sure, right? right. So I watched this for the first time two nights ago. Yep. And I watched it in a theater and it was a decent show. There were probably 15, 20 people in the theater, which is pretty good these days. Right. Especially, Especially for, like for a Wednesday the night. theater, yeah. For yeah. a movie everyone's seen. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I a took re-release. two of my daughters. I took two of my daughters to see it. So three of us had never seen it before. Yeah, but they weren't alive when it came out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud more times during this movie than I have any other movie we have watched on this podcast. Oh, that's wild. Um, just multiple times, like in the double digits, laughed out loud at this movie. I thought this was the funniest movie we have watched in the last year. So rewatching this movie, I thought similar things. I, I, I didn't think the funny part as much as I thought the story was really good in this movie. But there then, was, 
Yes. Also, I mean, it had an arc. Some Peg's character had an arc. Everybody had an arc. And it wrapped up nice. Yeah, it was a little bit cutesy at the end, but not too much. Well, the whole movie. The whole movie is cutesy. I mean, that's fine. Right? Yeah, but not too much. Not enough to be off-putting for me. Sure. I thought it was I thought it was great on rewatch. And you know, I'd seen this several times before. Probably double digits. I also loved some of the like um callback bits that they did and the foreshadowing bits that that just like continued to have different meaning each time it was said, right? Right. So like Simon Pegg's, like, friend that he meets those three times during the movie, right? Mm -hmm. He meets her once right after he breaks up with his girlfriend before he realizes anything is going on. Mm -hmm. And then he meets her the second time when they're leading, like, identical troops through that backyard. (laughs) That was hilarious. The body doubles of everyone is super funny. And then he meets her again at the end when she shows up with the military, right? right? And, like, each time... And I I would want to watch it again and double check this, but like their dialogue is almost identical, right? Like they say each other's name and then she's like, how are you doing? Like each of the three times Mm -hmm. or how are you? And his response each time is surviving, but like in a different way. Like the first time he's like surviving and then like in the backyards, he's like, surviving you know and then at the very end he's like surviving (laughs) you know it's just like that was a cool building and putting different meanings in there like i thought that was a really cool thing and the like um the you've got red on you bit Mm -hmm. yes i I like that how that repeated through it you know and then i also liked the kind of subtext that they were maybe trying to get across that like people go through their daily lives like zombies. Right. I mean, that's right. That that seemed to be kind of the like underlying theme and idea of the movie, right? The way that people are walking down the street, the way they're riding on the bus, the way that they're, you know, interacting with each other. And then like, also I thought the opening of this movie was one of the best openings to a movie ever. Like it was just so cleverly done where like you're zoomed in on Simon Pegg's face. And then all of a sudden you hear, are you even listening to me? And it like zooms out and it's the two of them. Mm-hmm. And he realizes he's at the table with his girlfriend. And then she's like talking to him for a second. She's like, your roommate's just like a fat, you know, dirty slob, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, no offense. And it pans over and he's standing there too. Right. Yeah. Right? That was very clever. And then, yeah, and then he's like, you know, what's he going to hang out with your friends, the dumb c-, you know? Uh, <laughs> and then it, like, pans over and shows the two of them sitting there, too. You know what I mean? It was just, like, such a fun way to introduce each of the characters, like, you not knowing that they're all sitting at the table in that opening scene. Right. I thought that was great. Um, you know, it's hard. This movie's hard for me because I remember watching it in the theater the first time, and I loved it. So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to like, I'm not standing here saying this is a bad movie. Um, Edgar Wright, it's a great movie. I mean, he made it well. It's fun. I just didn't have, I don't know how much fun you have on rewatches. Sure. And I I can't speak to that obviously. Right. right? Well, like I, and I would say I've rewatched it and I, I forgot how good it was. I mean, I remember I liked it. Interesting. um, My favorite part of the movie still holds up. What I like when they're throwing the records at the, 
Yeah, yeah. 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 It's because yeah. and when they're like picking which ones, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yes. <laughs> um, I also wait, wait, the scene where he's like making the plan to like go pick up his mom and kill his stepdad and like how yeah. they keep tweaking it. That's pretty good. Yeah, like I, like, I know that 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 kind of thing has been redone, but it it is still good and funny in that right. situation. Yeah, no, the fact that that style of uh, cinematography had been done where they go and they do the foreshadowing of what they're actually going to do and then remix it had been done. But the the way they did it for comedic effect really worked because it's like, oh, shit, that won't work. Oh, got to redo it. You know, like, yeah, it, it was the way that those guys would do that trope. Right. So it was very fitting yeah. for those two guys that were kind of losers a little bit and kind of like delayed in their their uh, development, you know. Right. And Olivia and I laughed so hard when he comes out of his mom's house and the red car is wrecked and it's like wrapped around the pole. Yeah. He's like, you were parked. And he's just like, he's just like, I know. (laughs) Like, and that's never addressed again. And then we also laughed hard. Like every time they talked about dogs, not being able to look up. Right. Yeah. As like proof that the gun wasn't loaded. (laughs) Right. Dogs could definitely look up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can they? Great. Yeah, it was just, I just, I thought it was very fun. And and it's it's interesting, because what is my complaint about most of the comedy movies we watch? Injected well, jokes. Talk about too yeah. many jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? And so it's, it's hilarious to me that I thought this was the funniest movie we've watched, and Rick's criticism is there's not enough jokes. Yeah, but and I think that... I think that's that why I from, love this movie, is the jokes are in the story. But I think what that stems from, too, is... It's, it's not this movie's fault, but um, there's been a lot of zombie burnout over the years. Yeah. Like, I've just had zombies all over me for a long time <laughs> just zombies up my ass every day for years that and I, so i don't need this movie to be a zombie movie barely at all and there's a lot of zombie movie involved in this movie well yeah but that's, this is pre like you said earlier it's pre walking dead it's pre zombie land it's pre all of the zombie fever that kind of came right. about and that's when it was good right also i hate zombies and yeah. and don't watch all the zombie crap. So I'm not burnt out on it at all. And so I was like fine with it. Yeah. Well, you must not hate zombies that much because you just watch. You just loved a zombie movie. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, but like in general, my general attitude towards zombie shows and movies is I'm not interested because I don't usually find any enjoyment in the like nemesis being brainless and just like. The the only the only like thing about it is it's overwhelming in numbers. Like that's just not my thing. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. like thousands of aliens or bugs either that are that are basically giant insects. You know, I want You don't like I Starship want, Troopers? I don't I do like Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> and you like Shot of the Dead. But Starship <laughs> Starship Troopers has a intelligent villain. Okay. Sure. Wait. No, I okay. never mind. I've never seen Starship Troopers. Okay, I, okay. I thought you, I thought you meant Galaxy Quest, which oh, I no, love. That's that's way different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should watch Starship Troopers. Um, um, no, because I just said I don't like that kind of movie. Right? I want this is different. You'd I like want a movie. mastermind. Yeah. Right. I need I need there to be a criminal genius most of the time, but um, but I, I this was just funny. I will and say. So, 
I didn't find funny. this. I didn't find this movie scary at all. No, right? Well, yeah, that's zombies not the point. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah. Zombies are gross, not scary. Um, the thing that's funny about this, I did laugh at one point. So, like, I also was kind of annoyed with the zombies because it's like they're not they're not they don't really follow zombie rules mostly mm. in this movie. Right. But I did love the How one zombie the that end, was in, they're fine. No, I just like the one that was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. And she was like wheeling herself around. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if a zombie has that kind of coordination. Also, why would she need a wheelchair? Like, <laughs> right, they're right. no longer like, like if they can get up from having a pole impale them through the spine, they should be able to uh, not be paralyzed. <laughs> right. Or, or like I've seen lots of zombies like crawl on their arms right. and stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. That are with half a body. Things. Yeah. yeah. Right. Huh. No, that that was pretty funny. Um, you know, there was some gore in it, but it wasn't like like there's like one or two scenes when, right. when David gets ripped apart is probably the grossest, right? I kind of wanted uh, Simon Pegg to hook up with that girl. Yeah, yeah. So but okay, I'm not like the roommate, but the the acquaintance, right? No, no, the roommate, the, the roommate. roommate. Okay, yeah. Well, she, and and the acquaintance, yeah. really, either one of them, just not his so, girlfriend, right? right. <laughs> so the the roommate, she she's from the British office, right? Maybe. I've never seen the British office. Okay. So both of them. So she plays like the Pam character in the British office. Okay. Yes. And, uh, and what's his name plays Jim. That was also like her counterpart being led by the friend, um, that we know from a bunch of stuff. He's the Hobbit and he's in Sherlock and, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Well, well, I know Martin, Martin. Well, yeah, but, but he's only in. He's only in the first. Oh, so he. You're talking about the acquaintance per people. Yes. If you take the okay. acquaintance people, her yeah. like first guy that she's leading yeah, is Mar- Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin yeah, Freeman. Right. 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 He. So he and that blonde girl are the Jim and Pam in the British office. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um. And so, and then she's also like one of the characters in Studio Sixty, which is a show that I really like. Um. She's really funny in that show, and uh, the roommate. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And I don't know her name. Um, okay. But I really like Lucy her. I think Davis she's... is her name. Lucy Davis. Oh, that's funny. Her, she plays her character name is Lucy in uh, Studio Sixty, um, which that happens sometimes, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, um, like in Seinfeld, his uh, name is Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's, it's, it's maybe a, a different thing. thing. It's maybe a different thing, Bill. <laughs> well, that's like it's like The Office, where a bunch of people have like in the American Office, right, a bunch yeah. of people have the same name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not all of them, but like Creed. half of them. <laughs> Creed, yes, Creed. <laughs> yep, Creed and Toby, uh, maybe or mm, uh, no, uh, Phyllis. Yeah, um, Angela. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's I'm just some. Gonna keep my mouth like shut. <clears throat> Let you guys talk Why? about The Office. <laughs> Are you not a yeah. fan of The Office? No, I'm just not wanting to put more wrong facts on an audio tape. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we're spot on. <laughs> but yeah, so well, no, anyway, anything was... I would have to add would be wrong. So I'm gotcha, gonna shut the fuck gotcha. up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I just, I just was was really impressed, and it does make me think that. 
at least comparing my view and Rick's view of this watching experience with Rick's first time watching it, maybe this is the kind of like it's it's funny because Rick, you said, oh, you don't need to watch this movie in a theater, but maybe I did. Maybe, maybe it is the kind of movie that like is way better in a group and with people that don't know what's coming. Yeah. And, like their laughter makes you laugh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're, yeah. we're finding that like the theater experience hits people different. Yeah. 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 It depends though. I mean, like, have you guys ever went and seen a movie in a theater that you've already seen before? Like every release, like if, like, have you like if Bill had seen I've, this before? I've seen a movie two or three times while it was still in the theater. No, but that's, I don't, that's different. Yeah, I don't think I have. I don't think I've gone to a. Actually, no. Uh, I stand corrected. I have done it. Star once. Wars. Uh, no, Lebowski. Okay. Well, I've never the seen. Theater? I've never seen a movie in the theater two different releases. I've seen movies that were re-released that I had never originally seen in the theater. Right. That's my you know, like, my case like too. this and like Star Wars. But you had um, never seen this be- previously. But you'd seen exactly, Star Wars Exactly, that's previously. what I'm saying. I'd never seen it in the theater. But, but you'd seen it. But that's so sure. it doesn't matter. So is that, that's what you're talking about. You're not talking about seeing it again in the theater. Right. Because, like, I went and saw Back to the Future when they re-released it in the theater. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's, like, the best movie ever made. And uh, We know you think that. In the theater, it's like, it didn't... I mean, it was pretty cool to go see it in the theater, but it didn't really matter to me. But I don't know... I think it might that's, be, but that's a movie you've seen a thousand times. Sure, but I got to see it in the theater and thought that'd be exciting, and it was well, and cool, that's, but it didn't matter. It didn't make it better. That's that more of a not theater funny. movie too. I mean, what? It's, it's more of a theater movie than some other yeah, ones. You know, you say that. I've had this thing happen in the last couple of years where you know we haven't been able to go to movie theaters until recently. Really. Yeah, I don't know if you guys oh, have you guys been going. Yeah, it's been really. Cool. Bill, I guess. It's been pretty awesome. There's like nobody there. Yeah, it's because we're not sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're allowed um, to go. The uh, you know I everything's been streaming and coming out. You know, same time as the movie theater. It's going to be pretty tough to get me to want to go back into a movie theater. Yeah, I, I think that when people say stuff like. Oh, uh, you got to see the new James Bond movie in the movie theater. I can have fun watching it at my house on my TV. Yeah, I would disagree leisure. with James Bond. Um, yeah. I did hear an interview with Denis Villeneuve about the uh, release of Dune and how much he really did not want it to come out on streaming. HBO Max. Yeah. And it, I kind of get his argument. His argument was that in the theater. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's. Can can we maybe put a pin in that because that's a movie I want to talk about, but maybe we can talk about that movie next week. Sure, sure. Okay, I'll save okay. my uh, thoughts. Sure. Okay, well, take notes for next week. Yeah, I just right now I think we should take a break and uh, then come back and rate Shaun of the Dead. Sounds good okay. to me. I got I got to go get a pen. Okay. Okay. We'll see you soon. Yeah, bye. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back, guys. 
Shaun of the Dead. I Shaun, love this movie. I loved it too, and I'm surprised Rick. It hates was pretty it. good. I don't hate it. <laughs> I just it was it was pretty good. You yeah. put the zombie on a pedestal. So I like I like Edgar Wright, and that definitely bumps up. I like Edgar Wright too. I'm trying. I think I li- have liked everything I've seen of his. Well, so you'll have to watch The World's End at some point. Yeah, yeah, and I've never seen that one, so I want to watch that as well. So okay. that'll that'll complete the Coretto trilogy. Yeah, remember when he ordered the ice cream? Isn't it Cornetto? I thought so, but then I thought he said Coretto in this, so maybe no, it's Cornetto. No, I had yeah. the subtitles on. It's Cornetto. It's just yeah. the accent. Actually, what was funny is like when I went into the theater, there was like a five minute like little spiel that they give about the movie for the like oh. flashback thing. And they talked about the Cornetto trilogy and showed mm. the ice cream thing and how like Cornetto actually like put they gave him a bunch of free ice cream at the premiere of the first movie and so then they like put it in the next two to try and get more free ice cream <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah nice nice yeah yeah but anyway uh how did we should probably get to the clamometer <laughs> we should yeah. probably get to the clamometer oh yeah i think we're gonna keep it <laughs> unique new york unique <laughs> new york let's make this whole thing the drop just a, a bunch of shit cut together Stuff not according to the kilometer, kilometer. Ah, <laughs> I, I said kilometer. <laughs> I love that Rick's got worked in there now. That's great. That's a on the fly hot DJ cut. Nice, nice. So, guys, okay, kilometer. So, what did you think I would think about Shaun of the Dead? Well, obviously, Ryan was writer than me, hmm. but. Ryan said 83.5, and I said 82. Okay, so you both were fairly confident this would be up my alley. Yeah, Yeah. because I went into it being like, oh, this is a great movie, super fun, British comedy. And the fact that you liked Hot Fuzz, and this is better than Hot Fuzz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, I was hoping for something on par with it and was, like, elated that it was even better, you know? Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, so yeah, in like looking at this movie and my experience and how much I laughed and how much I liked it, like I had to, I had to look back and go, this was my favorite viewing experience of the podcast so far. So I gave it a 91. 91. Bill's favorite movie. One. Yeah, peaking late. So we're peaking apparently, late. Apparently, my favorite genre is horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, oh, good. Yeah, that's good. Hey, it's it's Halloween time. It is. Yeah, um, just the spooky time. season. Spooky season is upon us. Um, Otherwise known as well, pumpkin I, spice latte season. I got a movie we can uh, assign you. Awesome. And I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this uh-huh. by oh. saying. Well. Uh, you guys both shot me down and made us watch. I, this was your idea, not mine. We <laughs> talked about this on the phone. Well, we shot down one of your ideas, and this was yeah. the next idea. Yeah, and you said this was the way to go. You want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street instead of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, haven't they so you, made like... It's your funeral, pal. Haven't they what? made like 10 of these movies? They sure have. I mean, so it's got to be good. They've got to be making them for a reason, right? Yeah, no, no, you're going to love it for sure. You're, you love horror movies. Apparently, you know, 
It's it's gonna fall somewhere between Shaun of the Dead and Text Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mean like every other thing we watch? I, I bet it'll be your second favorite horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, well I'm gonna go away for a few minutes while you guys discuss. Okay. I've never All seen right, this Ryan. movie. You've never seen it. Have you seen no. any of them? Nope. I don't You've like horror. I, it, it does nothing for me. Oh, Ryan. Okay, well, good, because, well, you're, you're not going to like it either. Uh, well, I'm going to say he gives this movie a, I think we're going to get a peewee bump. Ooh. And I'm going to say he gives us a 9%. Degrees? Yep, degrees. I don't know. You were so good for like 20 episodes. I know. And all of a sudden now, you can't do it. It happens. Um. um. So Nightmare on Elm Street, or a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Uh, young Johnny Depp, a little yep. Freddy Krueger action. Mm-hmm. The I guy think, from Beverly Hills Cop Three. Yes, <laughs> yes, that guy. Um, I think I think it's going to be better than Texas for him. Oh, for sure. And I think it's not going to get a Pee Wee bump. Oh, okay. But I think it's probably going to be. Mm, about Clerks-ish? Where's Clerks at? Uh, nine point one. Well, it started at zero. Yeah. And now it's up to 9.1. No, it's mm. not. That's Pee-wee. Sorry. Clerks uh, is Clerks. zero. Oh, Clerks is a one. A one. <laughs> it's one degree. Uh, I'm going to say he thinks it's a 5.5 5 degrees. So that's three. So his next movie on that list is best of times at 8.6 <laughs> okay yeah so five point what 5.5 <clears throat> okay he left uh you know the, yeah we'll talk about it next week there's there's a lot of things to talk about about this movie yeah all right well this is fun you know you can just wrap it up when he gets back we'll just make him say bye so he doesn't interrupt everything <laughs> uh, what do you think nightmare Elm street's about bill <laughs> Uh, well, I know it's Freddy Krueger, right? So he's mm-hmm. like the guy with the claws, right? The scissor hands? Like, yeah, scissor, yeah. He's scissor like fingers. Edward Scissorhands with a pizza face, right? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's probably Halloween and he's slicing up high schoolers that are engaged in illicit activities. Okay. I'm guys. Right. Yeah, guys. I I think I mean it's just like slasher movie, right? Like kill this guy, kill that guy, kill this girl. One person survives to the end, and that sort of thing. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's call it. Yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for this week. I really like to thank our listeners for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We're on Instagram, Miseducation of Bill. We're on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. And you can find us on all the major apps. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. Uh, special thanks to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at WOATW.com. <laughs> you got anything we'll to say, Bill? We'll see you next week. See you next week. I'm going to go to bed. Bye. Bye. 
Bill, have you seen Half-Baked? 